This is a Mugstain Productions podcast. Homies and trainers, and welcome to Unknown Radio, your Mugstain Production Pokemon talk show where we take a peek at every Pokemon. I'm Claudia, and I'm here with my co host and longtime buddy, Catherine. Hello, I am Catherine. I have some pizzazz. Claudia's got some facts, and together we're Unknown Radio. Oh, I love that. Switching it up. I know, I really went for it, didn't (laughs) I? Yeah, I just thought I'd try something new. It did, and it landed. Congratulations. It did, thank you. I might, I might stick with that one now. Definitely not going to remember it next week, but that's fine. And we're doing at number 16 in the National Pokedex today, and this is Pidgey. Yay! See, I love, I do love Pidgey. I, I know I said last week I wasn't excited, but I do always catch Pidgey. I always raise him. He's actually normally in my final team. Not Me as Pidgey, Ovi, Pidgeot, but he's he's useful. He's uh, he always learns the HM fly. Always, he is all reliable. Yeah, you know where you are with him. You know, and and he actually is quite strong. He is. Yeah. So you got to give him the credit when credits due. Yeah. So do you know what this guy's tagline is? Uh, Beedrill's dinner. Oh, that's grim. <laughs> the bird Pokemon. Oh no, he is the tiny bird Pokemon. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and he is a normal and a flying type. He's a dual type. There he is. And uh, what does he look like? Oh, he looks like a. Is I say he looks more like a sparrow than a pigeon. Yes, there is a big thing about him that he does look more like a sparrow. He's just a little cute, fat little bird. Yeah, he's cute. I don't think if he looked like a real pigeon that he'd really land as well. No, P-Dove did not do great. Yeah, no, but Pidgey's cute. Yes, and in terms of his physiology, I did find something that said that it resembles other small flying type Pokemon such as Starly, Taylor, and Spearow. However, Due to the fact that this Pokemon does tend to be unique to region, with the exception of Spiro, it is yeah. likely that they are a result of convergent evolution. Oh, interesting. So they all look similar because they're just perfect for their environment. They are. And also, I've just Googled it, and they said Pidgey might be a combination of Budgie, Chickadee, and Pudgy. Yes! Because he's full of plump. I love that so much. Oh, I'm a little bit emotional about Pidgey now. And in the original Red and Blue games, when it was Beta, his name was originally just Pidge. Oh, little Pidge. Yeah, like Pudge. Yeah, or like Podge. <laughs> he's cute. He's cute. Yeah, he's my fave. And uh, the shiny variant of this guy is kind of just like a muted color tone with a yellow beak and feet instead of pink. Okay, cute. So there is really something interesting about the way that he looks. 
that I am going to touch on. He has those, like, black markings around his eyes, right? Yeah. And the black markings around his eyes are reminiscent of Ra and Horus, who are the sun and sky gods from Egyptian mythology, who are depicted with having the heads of falcons with those same eye markings. It's, It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I like that. This guy is one foot... And yeah. he weighs four pounds, which is 1.8 kgs. Smaller than a newborn baby. He's just tiny little pudgy man. Yeah, I'm taking him home. Answers of the first question already done. <laughs> just taking him home. Yeah. Bird snatching. Oh, yeah. I'd make him a nest. Uh, and he lives two to three years. So oh. kind of same to the small birds. Yeah. I'd say actually quite long as well, considering the ones we've recently looked at yes longer see birds are better than bugs they live longer i mean we could have said that before we spent hours researching (laughs) we already knew this pokemon confirmed it yes (laughs) so while on the ground pidgey flaps its wings to kick up sand and dust to blind its opponents it has an excellent sense of direction and homing instincts, and it can locate its nest even when far removed from similar surroundings. So it can take you home. He can take you home, and it's very interesting that he also has kind of a homing skill that is very yeah. effervescent Common of pigeon. pigeons. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't really think uh, sparrows have really a lot going for them, do they? They're just no. brown and cute. So. And very noisy in the mornings. Yes. I don't know, do you even have them in sparrows in Canada? No, Florida? In Canada? Uh, I don't think so. Not the same type of sparrows. We do have small birds. I don't know what they are. But they're not Spiro. Wait, they're not Pidgey. And they're also not Spiro. <laughs> I wish they were Pidgey. That would be a lot cuter and I'd be less pissed if this pooped on my car. Yeah, fair. So Pidgey are shown to be prey for Pokemon such as Meowth, and their eggs are often the victim of a hungry Ekans. Aww. They're but just yeah, bullied. They're just bullied. Oh, it makes sense. They're the small bird. And there is, let's be honest, there's a bloody lot of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Every time you walk into that grass, it's a Pidgey. Yeah. A wild Pidgey appeared. A wild Pidgey appeared. A wild Pidgey appeared. A Weedle. A Weedle. A wild Pidgey. A Weedle. A Caterpie. A caterpie, a weedle. Five Pidgeys. So in terms of their behavior, Pidgey are very docile Pokemon that prefer to avoid confrontation with other Pokemon and humans altogether by hiding in tall grass to prevent themselves from being seen. Oh, okay. Because they are pretty useless in terms of self-defense. Oh, yeah. Bless them. I know, makes sense, though. If they're cornered, though, they would attempt to escape and buy themselves time to fly away by kicking up that sand like we talked about. When yeah. hunting, however, Pidgey often use attacks to stir up their surroundings, exposing vulnerable insects down for them to chase. Okay. It is cute. It is cute. I can't lie. And uh, perhaps my favorite bit about Pidgey is this. So they are known to have extremely keen senses of direction. They can always find their way back to their nests, like we talked about. 
Because of this, Pidgey were commonly used to send messages in the Kanto and Johto regions until the use of email. Many Pidgey have grown accustomed and now dwell in urban areas due to this practice, flying to forests and fields only to hunt for food before returning to their nests in the city. Some people still train Pidgey to deliver messages in a way of preserving tradition, and this is known as the Pidgey Mail. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That is so cute. They're like <laughs> Harry Potter owls. They're exactly like Harry... Maybe this is where they got the idea from Harry Potter owls. I mean, it's probably it not, but... It, I mean, definitely not, but we can pretend. We've had two Harry Potter references two weeks in a row. I love this. Oh, can't help it. <laughs> I've just recently watched them all, okay? It's going to be fresh in your mind like me and Twilight in the beginning. Oh, God, yeah. I even watched the Fantastic Beasts series not that long ago. That's a good series. They could have done with some Pidgeys in that. There'll be more communication. They would, and maybe, you know, things would have gone a little bit better if they had some Pidgeys there. That's going to be my life motto from now on. <laughs> things would be better with a little Pidgey. Yeah, with just a little bit of Pudgy Pidgey. Oh, a little Pudgy Pidgey. I'd make my days better. So we'll go ahead and evolve our little tiny bird Pokemon into number 17 in the Pokedex. This is Pidgeotto. The medium bird? Oh, close. It's just the bird. Just the bird. Just the, the bird. Because okay. he's not tiny no more. Uh, <laughs> what, what does he look like? Oh, he's kind of like... Is he? He's. This is when he gets like the mohawk, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um. But it's not quite as stunning as Pidgeot's mohawk. No. He gets like almost like this light red quiff thing going on. He does get a little red quiff, and there's actually um some controversy with Pidgeotto because many players often get Pidgeot and Pidgeotto confused. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, they look essentially the same, just. One's way more majestic than the other. Yeah, and Pidgeotto has a yellow and red tail and just a red yeah. mohawk, and it's the opposite in Pidgeot. Very annoying. Yeah. The shiny variant of this one is, like, green with a yellow quiff. Oh, that's cute. It sounds cuter than it is. Uh-oh. Yeah, it doesn't it, look that it great. Kind of boring? Mm, it kind of looks like vomit. No, that's not what you want from your bird, am I right? It's, you, you do not want bird vomit. <laughs> you, nobody wants bird vomit, that is a fact. So this one's also a normal and flying type, and he grows to being 5 foot 7 inches. Oh my god, right, so hang on, hold up, hold the fine. Pidgeotto is the same size as Charizard. No, I made a mistake. He is only 4 foot 11 inches. Okay. Alright. But I assume Pidgeot then is the same fucking size as a Charizard. Yes. yes. Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's save that anger for next week. <laughs> so he is 4 foot 11 inches and he weighs 66.1 pounds, which is 30 kgs. Okay. So he's gotten quite a big boy. It's pretty. He went from 1 foot to 4 foot 11. Yeah, that's that's a big growth spurt. Yeah, that's like a small person. That is probably about the size of a 10-year-old. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. We're just comparing all Pokemon to 10-year-old children. I think that's like a good baseline, though. You know? <laughs> it is. Because they're not quite teenagers, but they're not small children. They're just 
middle-sized humans. Yeah, and once you're a middle-sized human, you are the size of a Pokemon. Facts. You're welcome, world, for that fact. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say except you're welcome? So they live three to five years. So the three years is the Pidgey, and then they live an additional like couple of years as a Pidgeotto. Yeah. They are based on birds of prey such as an osprey or an eagle due to its large size and predatory behavior. But that little mohawk crest thing is mm. very reminiscent of a cockatiel. Oh, I like the little mohawk thing. I always thought Pidgeotto looked a bit more edgy. He's got like that teenage roughness that we talked about. He, We're going back to the middle evolution being a teenager yeah. instead of a, a useless lump of liquid yeah i love it we we don't want the useless loan for liquid we want the the grumpy teenager we we love a bit of a grumpy teenager at, in this podcast we do indeed that's a weird phrase but that's but my daily life I mean. isn't it? you know <laughs> it's what we mean and perhaps my most interesting factoid about pidgeotto is this so its name is based off the word Disiotto, which is Italian for 18, which is Aww. the number that Pidgey evolves into Pidgeotto. Oh, that's sick. Right? Oh, you know I love me a language fact. That's a language fact just for you. I knew you'd love it. <sighs> Stunning. That That's my favorite <laughs> fact, actually. Stunning. Stunning. So the Pidgeotto has outstanding vision and is able to distinguish its prey from high distances and it is able to then carry this prey for over 60 miles. Oh, that's that's a long time to carry something. Mm-hmm. But if you're hungry, then, you know, he's got to feed his babies. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But, I mean, I just assume there'd be prey closer by. Maybe he likes a bit of an uh, interesting dish. Yeah. Yeah. He likes, he likes <laughs> something a little, bit, a little bit different, a bit of a je ne sais quoi. The al dente. <laughs> al, al dente. Like <laughs> their pasta. <laughs> so going back to him being like our middle teenage evolution, mm. Pidgeotto can be dangerous and should be approached with extreme caution. This is due to its large size and aggressive territorial nature. It will attack anything with its sharp claws that wanders into its territory if it perceives the intruder as a threat, which Ooh. it often does. Oh, so we're going literally going right back to the uh, angry um... Charmeleon. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> my brain could not comprehend that word. It's like a bird Charmeleon. Oh, I love him even more. So they're known to be carnivorous as they are shown to prey on several Pokemon such as Execute, Caterpie and Magikarp. Oh, so they don't take Weedles because we need to get rid of the Weedles. I'm a little disappointed because we were literally talking about trying to eliminate Beedrill. This mm. guy, he's just not up for the job. But I can see him picking up a Magikarp and flying away with him. Oh yeah, in those... What's Magikarp going to do? Splash. <laughs> just splash, splash. on him. <laughs> that prob- that's, that's why he flies further for better prey, looking for yeah. that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> that, that little extra Magikarp. So most of the urban Pidgey that are nearing their evolution, so that level 18, migrate often in flocks to the nearby forest where they hunt and then they split up and stake out their own territories and then evolve. 
Okay. So they're like, they migrate. Yeah, they migrate as Pidgeys. They find a good spot. They're like, all right, uh, you can have that area, Harry. Uh, you have that, Jose. And then, like, Why okay, this is the line. Why are called Harry and Jose? <laughs> I don't know. It was the first names that pulled out of my ass. Like, come on. Come up with some, like, neat, like, bird names, like Peter and Paul. Come on. Okay, fly away, Peter. Peter. Fly away, Paul. You know the old rhyme. <laughs> Peter and Paul the Pudgy Pidgeys. Oh, that just sounds so cute. <laughs> so, the Pidgeotto, once they evolve, once Peter and Paul <laughs> evolve, they claim a sprawling territory of more than 60 miles. Its nest is usually in the very center of its territory, and it circles its territory throughout the day, looking for food and intruders. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. They've got quite a widespread, haven't they? Yeah. So I'm assuming that they only, they carry their prey for 60 miles, their territory is 60 miles. It sounds like they don't want anybody in their territory, and they don't ever want to leave their territory. Yeah, that sounds about right. Relatable. Yeah. I feel that on quite a personal <laughs> level, actually. Maybe that's why we relate. Maybe that's why we like them so much. Yeah. We just feel a, a, some sort of kinship with yeah. Peter and Paul. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I should have never said it, all right? <laughs> all right, you want to move into our little question section? Our question section. Let's all right. go. So if you were just wandering towards a forest and you look overhead and you see like a flock of Pidgey on their migration and then one of them just swoops down and just goes on the path in front of you, what what would you do? I want to make it my friend. I want to bring it home and I want to keep it. Just love it forever. Yeah. I, I'd have to agree with you. It's so cute. Yeah. W- would you just pick it up or would you like leave a trail of breadcrumbs or something i'd like to think i'd try and pick it up but be like holding a chicken (laughs) like a bagpipe yeah although they are quite small so i guess you could probably just scoop him up in your hands right i know he's one foot yeah no it'd be like holding a chicken i think it'd be exactly like holding a chicken yeah just a lot cuter than a chicken a lot cuter than a chicken so uh, you've you've taken this Pidgey and you put him in a Pokeball and uh, you continue your walk into the forest and you have found yourself in a territory for a Pidgeotto and he swoops down and he's perched on a tree. Uh, what would you do? So this is hard because I would really want it to show that it's not a threat and befriend it. But how would I make it know that I'm not a threat? Could give him a magic up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take it a snack, like an offering. Yeah. That would probably be. Yeah, that would be the only thing you'd be able to do. Because if they most, most often perceive people as a threat, you'd really have to, like we did with the Venusaur, like yeah, offer him something. Yeah, to befriend him and then hopefully take him home. Be like, your territory is great, but look at this. Do you want to be my friend? You know, I've got a lot of magic up. <laughs> You're just bribing him like a children in a panel van. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if it's tried and true, then it works. Exactly. <laughs> stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. 
So what function do you think a Pidgey could have? Well, apart from being the cutest pet in the entire world. And being Pidgey male. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, it's already got a job. It needs no more. Yeah, that's perfect for him. Absolutely perfect. Absolutely. I, and I love it when the Pokemon already has a function outside of battling. Yeah, Like, canonically, it's great. Yeah. It shows that people of the Pokemon universe actually do like the Pokemon. Right. And they're not just, you know, forcing them into inhumane battling circumstances for pleasure. Yeah. And we love that. We do love that. So what about a Pidgeotto? I reckon... it. So say you can befriend them, you can tame them. Right. I just think it would be really useful to have, like, on a farm... Like catching your rats and your mice and stuff, protecting its territory. Yeah, I reckon it would just be like useful to have. And then he can carry its prey for over sixty miles. So, yeah. for example, if like the Pidgey is your mail delivery, yeah. Oh my is... god, get him a job at Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. <laughs> I do you know I pay extra for a Pidgeot to deliver my mail. I I would pay an extortionate amount of money for a Pidgeotto to deliver something. Yeah. And you then get you a same day delivery. Yeah. Perfect. Honestly, that's it. Stunning. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos, make it happen. <laughs> Give us Pidgeotto Prime. Pidge- <laughs> and then I will continue Pidgey Pidgey. my Prime. <laughs> Pidgey Pudgy Prime. Perfect. <laughs> Pidgey Pudgy Prime. Oh my God, imagine. They got the Pidgey Mail. We're going to bring the Pokemon universe into the 21st century. Are we? In, we are the 21st century still, right? Yeah. It's not been a whole century, mate. I know we hit the millennia, but that was quite a while ago. <laughs> we're going to br- bring Pokemon into the 21st century, and we're going to bring Pidgey Prime into the Pokemon universe. They need it. They do. They do. Because I'm fed up of having to go to the bloody Pokemon. When I'm like halfway up a route, I'm like, right, well, I've got to decide which one's closest. I've got no bloody Pokeballs left. But you know what? You can get that prime same day delivery. You can exactly. even get it like within hours now. Yeah. Can you? Yeah, I just ordered something for one of my cats, some medicine for my cat, and it will be here at five o'clock. And I ordered it at like three. That's, yeah, first. That's impressive. Brilliant. You know, everybody could have that with a Pidgeotto. Yeah. Stunning. Also, Uber. Uber Eats. Or DoorDash. I would worry that it would end up eating my food. <sighs> You'd probably have to put a muzzle on it, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, see, I'm just happy with it. Just bringing my stuff from Prime, you know? Yeah, maybe there's another Pokemon that would be more suitable for being Uber Eats or DoorDash. Yeah. This you know. guy, carry your packages. Brilliant. Yeah, he'll bring me my dinosaur uh, wallpaper. And he'd carry it so beautifully. Yeah, from my local city <laughs> all the way here. It'd be fun. Yeah, perfect. As long yeah. as it's within 60 miles, he's got it. Yeah, perfect. Give him, give him a snack and a drink of water, send him on his way. Wonderful. Throw him a magic up, off we go. Out my giant pond that I've got to attract Pidgeotos, apparently. <laughs> You're just becoming an uh, illegal Magikarp breeder. It sounds like it, doesn't it? I won't yeah. lie. Yeah. You know what? I love this for you. I do sometimes you. introduce you as my partner in Team Rocket, so. Yeah, I also like the fact that I've found a new career. 
if everything goes wrong to what I'm doing now, I can just breed imaginary fish. And you'd make a lot of imaginary money off those imaginary fish. <laughs> and I would live a very good life. <laughs> An imaginary life in your head. You'd be happy. That's all that matters. I would be happy. And yeah, that is, yeah, happiness is the key to life, right? So what do you think Pidgey eats? Like little insects, little grubs and stuff. So what would that be, like a, we- a weedle? No. Well, I'd say eat a cat pee, but they're like the same size. So maybe it just eats berries. Yeah, seeds, berries, maybe yeah. like a, a, a caterpie. A couple of them could share a caterpie. Yeah. Maybe like there are some nice old people that put out, you know, like the fat balls for them to eat. I reckon they'd love a fat ball. Yeah, because it does say that they a lot of them live in cities and they live in urban places now. So maybe yeah. they just do the pigeon thing and just go through the trash. Yeah, I like to think of them as higher up than trash. But yeah, you're probably right. All right, they're still they're your fish eat, and like, chips. like breadcrumbs and stuff, you know? Fish and chips, that's seagulls, bro. You're thinking of the wrong animal. Oh, my bad. It's close. It is close. You could like, just, just toss them the end of your like croissant. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a croissant kind of bird. And they're obviously doing well for themselves because they are pudgy. Oh, that's so cute. And uh, we already know what Pidgeotto eats. Yeah. Um, ed- Execute Caterpie Magikarp. Pretty much anything in its territory that is edible, he will eat it. Yeah, absolutely, and I don't blame it. I'd do the same. So could we eat a Pidgey? Yes. Yeah. We wouldn't want to because it's too small. Um, and it's too cute, but definitely, it's a, yeah, it's a bird. You go hunting for pigeons. It's like a like a pheasant. Yeah, easy, easy peasy. What about well, a pidgeotto? I, huh? I think a pidgey is a bit smaller than a pheasant. But I'm here. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, it's like sh- shooting like a pigeon and then eating it. Yeah. People eat pigeon. It's pretty tasty. I've never had it. It's like a uh, like a leaner chicken. Oh yeah, I know it's mm. it's a game, isn't it? It's a game meat. So. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Maybe I'll give it a go one day, and then you can just think about Pidgey the entire time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll send you a picture. What about Pidgeotto? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That'd feed quite a few people. That's like you could share that between like four families, and there would definitely be like I reckon that'll be like a thing going out and stalking their territory, and then. You know, Bloody getting, hell, getting imagine them. getting a Pidgeotto leg. Oh, like the ones they do at Disney, like the fried turkey legs? Nah, because it'd be bigger than that, I reckon. Be so, it'd be like a it'd foot. It'd be so big. You'd have to hold it with two hands. It'd be a two-hander, I reckon. I would love every second of that. Oh, me too. I've oh, never God, wanted Nando's did it. Oh, now I'm hungry and I want to eat a Pokemon. Yeah. I just would could go for some wings. This is like the first time I've gotten genuinely excited about eating a Pokemon. Yeah, because it's just a bird. So, mm. and we both love chicken. And I love like those that they do it specifically at theme parks. However, they fry those turkey legs. You're the saying this ones. like oh. I have any idea what you're talking about, mate? Do you think we have massive turkey legs in uh, Alton Towers? No, we have donuts covered in sugar, burgers that are defrosted. Like a blue drink that will make you vomit. Well, we'll just have to add that to the must-do list. Yeah. You know, when you come to Florida one day, we're going to eat gator and we're going to go and get 
a fried turkey leg and you will shit. You will love it so much. I will shit, will I? Well, like shit with excitement. Oh, okay, Maybe right, shit I'll later. Say, but... <laughs> is it filled with cheese? <laughs> <laughs> that would also make me shit. <laughs> We'd have a great time. <laughs> so you're just hanging out just outside of a city, we'll say. Yeah. Maybe Viridian City. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we, we've trekked the forest now. We're moving up in the world. Uh, and you walk into this cute little bar they have there, and there's just a Pidgey on the counter uh, just eating some peanuts. Uh, and he, you startle him because he doesn't like confrontation. And he's flapping his wings, and he's attempting to kick around the glasses. Who would win? Between me and a Pidgey? Yeah. Me. Yes. <laughs> I'll just Easy. bloody kick him. Absolutely easy. No questions asked, mate. Next question. Let's go. All right. You uh, you you fought this Pidgey and you got him, uh, but his buddy's in the corner and you didn't know that his buddy was level seventeen, uh, and he Uh-oh. got hit with some flying glass. Oh, he hits that. You know, he's evolving, and he evolves into a Pidgeotto, who because he did not do his migration. And he's pushed there a little bit too early. This is now his territory and you are a threat. Who would win? I'm going to have to say him. Based purely on the fact that I think his wings would just knock me the fuck out. And he's got the sharp claws. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I'd try, but I don't think I'd get very far. And if there's one thing we've learned, it's not to fuck with the teenager Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Because they're always just so scrappy. If you had a double-barreled shotgun, I would say you. But I wouldn't know how to use a gun. <laughs> okay, so even if you I had wouldn't a have the shotgun. first clue on how to, like, I don't know, even do that. I reckon you'd give it a good go, like just wrestling this guy. Yeah, I'd, oh, fucking hell, yeah. I'd, rest, I'd wrestle anything. And maybe you'd have a bit of the advantage because this is not an inside Pokemon. This is an outside Pokemon. So he won't have any kind of room to fly. Yeah, that's true. But I reckon he could get a good flap on it. Yeah, he probably could. And if it's not him that's going to get you, it's going to be the chairs and the glasses. He's going to yeah, fight exactly. you with them wings. Yeah, no, he's, he's, too, he's too strong. It'll be close, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it will be a very fun to watch. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's it for our first two in the Pidgey line. We'll go with Pidgey first. What do you reckon? Um, I'm still... I, I think I love him more. Yeah, I me too. I didn't know it was possible. But he's just... He's beautiful. And, you know, he's based on an Egyptian god. So that is all you need right there. Yeah, exactly. What about Pidgeotto? I love him. Again, I loved it before. Maybe even more now. Now I know that he can fly for 60 miles carrying prey. And your Amazon packages. Exactly. He's a dream. Yeah. I didn't really know much about either of these, but like reading about them, oh, these are pretty cool. They are, aren't they? I'm a little bit obsessed with them. Yeah. I'm definitely... He's not just going to be, oh, I have this Pidgey on my team because he's useful. It's going to be, I have this Pidgey on my team because I love him. Yeah. I mean, I loved him and he's useful. You know? 
Fuck, now no. you just love him even more. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I won't lie. I'm obsessed. Is it, I'm glad that there's one that we're obsessed with after all those bug Pokemon. That's all oh, I have to say about God, it. Oh, God, I'm so glad we passed <laughs> the bug Pokemon. And we, we were being so snippy about having to do Pidgey, but we loved him. Oh, I did. I loved him. He was great. He's so sweet. And next week, we're going to be evolving into our not only our Pidgeot, but also our Mega Pidgeot. That's exciting. I'm looking mm. forward to that one. Me too. While doing this, I came up with my goodbye pun. Oh, and did it will you? Be, I did. It will be fly away, Peter. Fly away, fly Paul. Paul. Come back, Peter. Come back, Paul. <laughs> we should end it there. See you later. Goodbye.